Welcome to the Israel Daily News Podcast. I'm your host, Shanna Fold, and I'm here to get you caught up quickly. I've got some top news stories for you today from Israel, and guess what? You're listening, so you're already on top of your game. Survive and thrive, people, knowledge is the best weapon. Today is Tuesday, January 10th, 2023 in the Gregorian calendar and the 17th of Tevet, 5783 in the Hebrew calendar. I am back in Tel Aviv where I reside after a trip to New York City where I am from and I'm back into the news and back onto my schedule. Hope you all are enjoying the show. Now, Let's get to the news. Itamar Ben-Gvir, Israel's national security minister, says police should be cracking down on anti-government protesters who are blocking up roadways. Now that Ben-Gvir has control over the police department, he is directing and authorizing officers to expand arrests of protesters. He says he's in favor of protests, but that anyone who blocks roads or gets wild should be arrested. Of course, this is all in reference to anti-government rallies in the Tel Aviv area, where Saturday night, thousands of Israelis came out to argue against plans that Justice Minister Yariv Levin has to reorganize Israel's justice system and ultimately weaken the Supreme Court's ability to have a final verdict that is not going to be challenged. You see, with new legislation being introduced, the Knesset, or Israel's parliament in English, is trying to create a veto option where the government could vote to undo Supreme Court rulings. The court is often progressive and left-wing, while the government is currently very right-wing. In December 2021, the Times of Israel reports that Ben Gvir said, quote, blocking roads is nothing terrible. In democracies, sometimes you block roads, end quote. Police also arrested a driver over in southern Israel in a city called Beersheba. The man behind the wheel drove onto the sidewalk where protesters were demonstrating and braked the wheels dangerously close to the protesters while shouting and yelling at them. The 26-year-old comes from a city called Elad, and a witness says he was shouting, leftist anarchists, get out of here, we'll wipe you out, end quote. Iran's intelligence ministry is claiming that the authorities have arrested six teams of operators working for Israel's Mossad agency, which does international security. 23 people are being accused of operating for Israel. They come from Tehran, West Azerbaijan, and a few other provinces inside Iran. An update on Iran. Two protesters have been put into solitary confinement as the world believes they are set to be executed in just a matter of time. Social media campaigns are trying to prevent it. This comes about a month after a 23-year-old protester was actually hanged in prison on December 8th after apparent unfair sham trials. Currently, 500 civilians have been killed during this almost revolution. I call it an almost revolution because there is no change coming about just yet. And 18,000 have been arrested since anti-government protests began in September following the death of Masa Amini, 
who was arrested for not wearing her hijab correctly. She was beaten and died in police custody. The country has been fighting the regime ever since. The Iranian government continues to blame the West and Israel for all its struggles and says the outside world is fueling the protests inside Iran. I have a follow-up story as it pertains to Israel. You'll hear it at the end of the show, and it's actually a really good story. A military man is going to police for five and a half years for raping his colleague after a night of what was supposed to be bonding for the unit. The naval officer named Aviv Sonego has been demoted to seaman, which is the lowest rank in the Navy. He'll have to pay the woman 40,000 shekels or about 11,500 U.S. dollars as part of the deal. The lieutenant pled not guilty during trial. The actual incident happened in 2019 in a Tel Aviv hotel. The victim says she was sleeping in her own bed when the man raped her multiple times. She reported the act two years later, and he was put in jail for a couple of months and then on and then went on house arrest after that. Sonego was convicted of three counts of rape, plus one for unbecoming conduct for a soldier. The military prosecutors are actually appealing the sentence because they had wanted him behind bars for eight years, not 5.5. The IDF has been under fire for not properly addressing sexual violence in the past. Finance Minister Bezalel Smotrich is pushing a draft that would cancel the tax Israel has on disposable utensils. He wants the cancellation to last through the year 2023. The idea is that canceling the tax will make the price of plastic cutlery lower. Plastic plates and cutlery in Israel are much more expensive than those in the United States due to this tax, which was imposed with the hope of reducing the purchase and the use of plastics. Plastics are bad for the environment. The tax, when it was introduced, got a mixed public response. The Orthodox community, which hosts a lot of dinners and have more children than the rest of society, were outraged about the hike in prices. Small businesses were also disturbed by the tax hike, especially as many were doing tons of sales in takeout during the pandemic. Smotrich is also trying to cancel the tax on sugary beverages, which was put into place by the previous government in 2022 and was meant to limit consuming soft drinks. Israel has one of the highest rates of diabetes in the developed world. We'll let you know if these measures pass. The Israel Daily News podcast is running a holiday fundraising campaign with Hasod. If you're interested in making a one-time contribution to us, you can by buying a Hasod gift box. Hasod sends custom high-end gift boxes of Israeli artisan crafts and goodies all around the world. The boxes are full of surprises from local Israeli artists. However, you can go to the website and see all the items and make special requests when you put your order in. Tell us what you like, what you don't like, so that we can get you the perfect box and you can see a listing of the items there. I have the link in the show notes. Fear not. Boxes cost $75, $150, $250, or $500 U.S. dollars. And this is a contribution to the Israel Daily News podcast. If you want to give a one-time contribution, instead of sending us a monthly contribution... 
The link to get your box is in the show notes. These boxes of Israeli goodies are super awesome. I have tasted the teas. I had some today and the chocolates are incredible. I smelled the candles. I looked at the ceramic items, the silky scarves. I have one. I'm wearing it. If you get a box, you're in for a treat. I want you all to have something really nice from the Holy Land and that's why I went through all of the items myself. I want to give a big shout out to Jim Peck who has become our most recent monthly contributor to the Israel Daily News podcast. Jim, thank you for writing us, for listening to us for more than a year, for trusting us for your news, and for sending over a monthly contribution to help us grow this show. I wrote to you, I told you about my vision, and I'll tell you all about my vision. I want this podcast to become a media agency in Israel where people have an option to come and work here and bring out their best, most creative self, going after stories, bringing elements of video and audio back to us. And I really hope to grow this operation and give people a place to be creative and do the news here in Israel. It is not easy if you're a professional and you want to continue on in your professional pursuits in English here in the Holy Land. And I hope to be able to make a platform for people like myself to be able to do that. I want to thank all of you for your interest in Israeli affairs, Israeli politics, our world politics. We have one link in the show notes, which you can click on, and that'll take you to the page where you too can make a contribution and feel good knowing that you're supporting independent journalism. So check that out at anchor.fm slash Israel Daily News. The link is in our show notes. You can also leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Two, you can share the show with a friend. And three, you can follow us on Facebook at IsraelDaily.News, as well as Shanna Fold. My name has two N's in it, and I'm very sensitive about that. You can also find us on Twitter at Israel Podcast. Here's a story on immigration to Israel. 2022 had the largest immigration of Jews to Israel in the last two decades. That's 20 years. And in 2022, about 75,000 people moved to Israel. Three quarters come from Russia and 20% from Ukraine. Life is not easy for them here. They are struggling to learn Hebrew, struggling to find work. The government has been offering a special accommodation stipend to get adjusted, but that stipend has now run out. Last year, we had the biggest immigration from the United States and Canada in the last 50 years. Experts say it comes from the ability to work remotely and take those good-paying North American jobs overseas. I thought this was an interesting one. Someone was caught at Israel's Ben-Gurion International Airport a few days ago trying to smuggle three lizards, two snakes into the country in some socks, a plastic box, bags, and aluminum foil. For your information, bringing animals into Israel without a permit is illegal because it can cause a threat to public health. Non-native animals can cause serious disease and harm the environment. Smuggling also usually involves animal cruelty as well. After a trial, the reptiles are set to be sent back to their home country of Hungary, where they come from. An international operation last year prevented the smuggling of 119 cats, 136 monkeys, 750 birds, 1,190 turtles, and 9 pangolins which is often referred to as an anteater. 
a mural of solidarity with Iranian protesters has been unveiled in Jerusalem. It happened on Sunday morning with a celebration by Jerusalem Deputy Mayor Flor Hassan Nahum and Human Khalil, who is an Iranian-American Christian media personality. They showed up for the unveiling. The mural on the side of a building shows off four women who were killed by the Iranian regime, including Masa Amini. Her death in September 2022 started up nationwide anti-government protests. I mentioned that in some stories before. In December, Iran was officially expelled from the United Nations Commission on the Status of Women. Yes, the UN Commission on the Status of Women had a male Iranian representative of government. And the diplomatic international community, led by Hillel Neuer, a Canadian-Israeli activist, was a big part of the push to get Iran off the UN Commission. The artist of the mural is named Anna Kogan. And I reached out to someone you might recognize from the media. Her name is Emily Schrader, or Emily in Tel Aviv, as she goes on Instagram. She says she came up with the idea for this mural. Here are some clips that she sent us telling us about the process and why putting up this mural is an important move. She sent these directly to us. They are special for the Israel Daily News podcast, and I'm going to end the show with her recordings. I am very excited to be part of the team who put this mural together because I think it sends a really important and strong message to the people of Iran that the people of Israel and even the Israeli government really do stand behind them in their pursuit of regime change. We are horrified by what's happening with the executions and the scenes that have been coming out of the streets of Tehran and other cities throughout the country. And it's just um, unconscionable that the that the world really isn't doing anything. So despite the fact that, you know, we've been told by the by the Islamic regime in Iran that we're enemies, uh, the people of Israel wanted to send a message back to the people of Iran that we're not enemies. Um, and whether it's in Jerusalem or in other cities like we plan to put together in the future uh, with more murals, uh, we want that message to be loud and clear to the people of Iran. You know, we can't do that much, but we can say we stand with you and we support you. I think it's really important for people in Iran to know that Israelis are not their enemies because, you know, for the last 44 years, that has been like the core message from the regime in Iran towards their people. You know, they've really demonized the state of Israel and the Jewish people as a whole um, when it comes to uh, what's happening in the world. There's a lot of conspiracy theories uh, blaming Israel for pretty much everything that goes wrong in Iran. And while the people of Iran aren't really buying it, at the same time, they haven't had a lot of access to uh, the history of our good relations between Israelis and uh, Iranians in the past that existed prior to the Islamic Revolution. You know, if you look back at history, Israelis and Iranians were actually friends longer than they were enemies, you know, since this regime came to power. So it's an important thing that we need to remind and educate the next generation of Iranians about that, hey, we're not your enemies, we're your friends and we want peace and we want collaboration and we want, uh, you know, mutual success for our two peoples. I think that it's important for Israelis to show up for the cause because not only it's important to send a message of solidarity to other people who are struggling and facing, you know, this immense oppression and, and violence at the hands of their own government, but also because at the end of the day, as Israelis, we're a democratic country in a non-democratic region. We, by and large, support liberal rights, liberal democracies, and 
part of that is supporting human rights and by standing up for human rights of the people of Iran, we are acting in accordance with our values as the state of Israel. All right. Well, that is it for today's show. Today is Tuesday, January 10th, 2023. Tel Aviv has a low of 9 degrees Celsius and a high of 19 degrees. That's 49 degrees Fahrenheit for the low, going up to 66 degrees for the high. Subscribe to the Israel Daily News podcast on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or wherever you're hearing it from. We are everywhere. Don't forget to sign up to our Israel Weekly News Wrap. It's a newsletter with the top five stories coming out of Israel from throughout the week. I also usually add in a few personal anecdotes so you can get the inside scoop on what's going on in my personal life. And I always mention our professional highlights from the Israel Daily News podcast. That newsletter typically comes out Sunday night or Monday. I did not send one this week as I was in transit back to Tel Aviv. So you'll have to wait for this coming Sunday and I'll give you the lowdown on my travels and everything that has changed. Take a listen now to a song called Makom Prati by Idan Tamla. It translates to private space. I like that. Tamler is an American-Israeli artist who works between Tel Aviv and Copenhagen, where he is a chazan, or a Jewish religious singer. Enjoy this song and have a great and productive day and an excellent week. את קרן שמש שתגן על התמימות ששם בפנים של הילדות הפכו לזיכרון ישן אורות גדולים שנשרפו ומה נשאר לנו האם עדיין יש לאן לרוץ? רוצה למצוא מקום פרטי שיהיה רק לך בלי ולא יגיעו לחפש אותנו שם Oh